Now it's recording. That's right, there's the intro, right? That song. I don't know if we ever came with an intro for this. There is, there's a song. It sounds it sounds like it sounds like a budget ripoff of the <laughs> of the animated series. Don't you listen to back to these? No? Oh, yeah, yeah, these are hard to listen back to because yes, they are. I, I literally want to tell myself, you forgot to talk about this. And we didn't talk about this because I've thoroughly been enjoying everything we read yeah so. yeah no you're right i don't i don't i only listen back to them when i edit it and then i and then i put it out in the wild and then i <laughs> it's like whatever if you guys don't like it fuck yeah. it you don't read it while we're reading i just get that i then i wait for feedback <laughs> oh <laughs> well, you didn't mention this ah, that's yeah, yeah. Right. luckily stat boy's been giving us uh some good details so it's been a while and we're this this is actually the last one before uh, they don't know that you don't have to tell them that well, no, this is the one that leads up to the event. It's the last one yeah, before. Yeah, that, that's right. Now they're finally getting the prelude before the big one. Mm-hmm. They don't know it's been a while. Oh, that. Oh, I didn't tell them that. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> 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 you, meant, you, didn't, you didn't need to tell them that. Uh, no, 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 moving on. Just anyways, move on. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, I've been drinking. Two drink minimum. This is Sunrise of X. Yes. Sunrise of X. Uh, let's get into the cables. You want to read the cables? Let's, let's do that. There's uh, two yeah, of them. It, I hate how good it became so fast. Yeah, because we didn't like this. We didn't like the first two, I, but immediately three and four. I did not like this. And three or four is like, oh, I'm a, I'm a total fan. Like, cables a stud. Like, yeah. I walked around, this dude did fucking everything I needed him to do. And Deadpool's in it. And Deb, yes, and Deadpool's in it. That's right. So kudos if you're, if you're not reading cable start reading cable yeah it's pretty good it, it's it got better it got better he's I, i'm still not a big fan of him but it's kind of cool how they they talk about like when it opens with the flashback to kid cable yeah. killing his older self because he strayed too far from who he was the, the path yes until esme brings him back to uh the north pole right so and that theme is going to be reoccurring and now kind of as a reader you understand that he's always playing with his future self like it's a it's a direct not rip on looper but like an understanding of like oh yo it's two of the same dudes in the same world and now you understand that one of them realizes consequences and the other one's young and doesn't yet mm-hmm. so they're 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 trying to outsmart each other but not it's it's a real cool mind fuck it is and it, and it kind of it kind of uh responds to us too because remember one of our complaints was like we like old cable better yes. where is old cable well he's been in i think every issue now at least a little or yeah, there's been there's yeah, been teasers of like he he belongs in this universe. To what extent we don't know. Yeah. And in this one, we get a, a we get an amazing kind of understanding, if anything, through the eyes of Deadpool, who's kept the dead body of. <laughs> yes. One of one of the cable is gonna be hard to keep track of which cable is, the, but just, he has a cable, who he loves as his friend. <laughs> the old yeah, just say old cable. Old cable in, in a in a case like was it a pool table? <laughs> yeah, under the pool table. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, well, because they, well, well, they they go to that because he um, remember he promises that the three cyborgs that took his sword um, right. are trying to decide on what to do with it, whether to and they they kind of like whether to restore their old home, 
or which was destroyed while they were hibernating, or make Earth their new home. Correct. And Cable's like, buddy, no, do that. Yeah. Like, I got a time machine. <laughs> and he has to go fetch that time machine, which yeah. is essentially his arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. It was in his arm. Yeah. So there's a great kind of paneling of Deadpool racking the balls and young Cable being like, you know, fuck this, breaks the table and rips off his own arm. So, like, amazing foreshadowing if you can even call that it's just amazing what one man will do to himself for the sake of himself yeah like there's a lot of those internal questions off of uh, issue three that was just like i i fucking can't believe i like this guy as quick as i like this guy how'd you like deadpool's little shrine to him the old like we're on the wall on the wall says my guns (laughs) (laughs) that and like he has a little like love letter as well (laughs) yeah his letter does So like which is like the highlight of this whole issue. Yes. Kudos kudos to the writers for understanding that you may not like this kid as Cable, but you're gonna love Deadpool. And Deadpool kind of bridges the two worlds of you will end up liking this cable because he befriends Deadpool. And this is how much like Deadpool loves him to a weird extent. The fact that like they're always rivals, they're always enemies, but like they're kind of best friends at a certain point. Yeah, and he keeps trying to um make him hate him, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's purposely trying to piss off Kid Cable because the old Cable's always mad at him. Oh, Kid so Cable good. just doesn't have the same rage. <laughs> so good. And like basically this issue ends with is it the house? Um, yeah, the Order of X, yeah. Has some new recruits join with an with an offer mutant baby. Yeah. So enough of the the next kind of arc to get teased on, but luckily you were smart enough to include an additional issue because Issue four, if you didn't like Cable before, you're going to love him now. That's right, yeah. yeah. Because we learned that uh, that on Galador, people experimented on their own kind to create... Oh, we like the origin of the cyborg guys, right? Right, it's yeah, the space, all the, all space space night dudes. The uh, they were actually created for conscription and promised to return to their real bodies, which they never were. So you kind of get background on them, too, and their names and shit, like Tark, yeah. Tark Brock, and Kron. <laughs> Um, and the background of like why they were even looking for the space sword in the beginning, right? Like we finally understanding why all these characters are kind of yeah, sort of- yeah, and because they were just they were just robots. I thought at the beginning, like they're just kind of whatever. But when you realize that, um, like I was saying, they were conscripted. Yeah, they're, uh, they're basically refugees. Yeah, and they, and they wanted revenge, and so, but they and got someone their- told them Earth was a spot. And no, yeah, it wasn't. Well, they got lost in the Milky Way <laughs> and went into hibernation, right? And then their planet was destroyed and. Now they they wait for Cable to show them how the time machine works so they can get back and get their vengeance on, um, I guess, the Republic of their their planet, right? Right. And then we learn what the actual time machine MacGuffin is. And essentially, it's Cable with the badass plan of having a nuclear bomb (laughs) in the arm that he had stolen from his current self. And this is the moment when he wins you over, right? It's like, okay, that was... Well, the whole whole comic book kind of changes. Like, for me, it turned into, like, Dune. Like, we're off in, like, this kind of... Uh, desert type planet and then you yeah. see like, there's great panels of all these space knight Gundam warriors flying in and they're all like okay cool like you promised us a time machine and you're watching Cable kind of be smarky and uh, clever and use his wits but still the asshole is just like yeah yeah no I got you back like this is what we gotta do right and yeah. <laughs> nope he doesn't do what they expect him to do right no and the well, and then you find out that the, the old Cable planted the bomb the whole time. bomb in his arm knowing that he would 
need it, it when was, he was it's kind of like a time fuck right he knew that the young cable would need it that, that was that whole looper to me if you've ever, yes. never seen the movie it's just like the younger version is always planning for what the old version is inevitably going to do yes the old version can't change what's going to happen but he knows what's coming it's the younger version's kind of choice whether or not to follow this this path or stray from it yeah in this issue he follows it right he trusts himself but it looks like there's going to be a moment where he decides he's not going to go the same route, knowing what he had to do to himself. Like, again, it's one of those mind fucks that was just like, ah, oh, this is way more sci-fi than it needs to be. And it makes me love this guy even more because it works out. And then you have Esme, like, running the ship as, like, his number two, just kind of, like, keeping everyone cool to, like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, hold on to this arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to wait for it to count down and they all just jump uh, Esme and... uh Cable jump through like a, I guess a gateway. Yeah. And boom, boom. And blow. Well, they blow the they blow the the cyborgs <laughs> up, and yeah, they jump through the gateway. He steals their sword, which was the whole start of this kind of arc. It's like, hey man, I got a new sword. I want this sword. Yeah, they actually Cable actually gets to use his telekinesis, which he never used he, for a long time. He like I think some writers just forgot that he had it. Yeah, it's it's one of those cool aces in the hole. Yeah. And the fact that like he has several girlfriends that really uh, lean on head strength for lack of better words it's kind of fun that he gets to play with that too that's right and we, and then we also learn to just um once he kills all the, the the space knights we learn that there's one more right still out there that gets a distress beacon so we have losing the last of them yeah it was a, it was a great type of message because he's he's doing a full report back to i guess home planet of like okay these are all the dudes that are getting um i guess sent back to back in time and like you see them he goes name 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 and then it's just like the connection breaks yeah so if you got that at home basically like something's wrong which is amazing right like you yeah. know cable's gonna have to deal with this problem sooner rather than later and how'd you like uh the the ending there the almost like the epilogue the uh dinner time at the summer's residence anytime i get to see scott, scott i knew it, yeah and i'm all for it right i was, I was oh, thinking of you too i was like oh shit this is like yeah them on the moon but it's all of them plus Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, they they found as many ways to make me love Cable as possible. They included Deadpool, Jean Grey, um, Scott Summers, all of his girlfriends. Well, not all of them. Um, and then there was actually like shit that happened in the other other ones. There's little battles, but this one was like the kind of what you think is the climax. Yeah. And it was a great climax, but little did we know that there's going to be more problems happening. So. Good job, Cable. Three I'm just years. glad that he actually went through with it. Like you'd think it, you kind of assume that, it's like in some characters' positions, it'd be like, "Well, okay, maybe I'm not going to blow you guys up after all." But it's like, no, he that'd, blew them all up. That'd be totally against his kind of character arc, though, right? Like yeah. in everything we've read about Dable, Cable up to this point, he's always kind of been a loose cannon. Like even in the early episodes when he had, or oh, sorry, issues when he had chances to talk to new characters, he mm -hmm. was the first one throwing grenades at them. That's so right. yeah. I like that he's still rash and brash and kind of rude. Like yeah. that's gonna he's literally the dude with attitude. It's gonna pay off to either better battles or him biting off more than he can chew. And that's you can't not love that about um a read, right? Like whether or not you like the character, the fact that he's so devil may care about shit is is gonna bite him in the ass and like that's gonna be a good read. Yeah. So we move on to New Mutants number twelve. Uh da, 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 da. Magic which, drinking. Yeah, which drink. starts in Nova Roma, and two soldiers are, are two uh, like Roman soldiers are murked 
by that chick. We don't know her name, right? That no. And her monsters who had previously um, fought with Boom Boom and Armor way back. Well, not way the, back, but back in issue eight. There's another villain on this other. We still haven't done that list. God yeah, it, it's it. coming. I guess maybe we'll do it before we we jump into uh, X of Swords because it'd be a, nice yeah. to see like how many threats are happening before this big arc comes in. Are we doing it together? Or do you like? Should one of us just do, like? Well, I guess we can talk off air, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do all of our notes on the air, but I appreciate it. I don't care. There's they have a lot of villains and it keeps growing, and there's a new art. art. Anyway, um, anyway, anyway, yeah, the, yeah, the monsters and the woman and the monsters are are killing soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. And magic meets with the, the technopath Trinary at the Green Lagoon, and she gives um, Ileana all the info on the docks website and how much damage and hurt it alone has caused mutants. So this is kind of cool because you get. Uh, a good look at all those inserts that have been in these issues. Correct. Since, Shout out to Hawkspox Docs. Yeah, Hawks, that's right. Um, and now they've kind of shifted, the, the new mutants have shifted their focus, at least Ileana, they've shifted their focus to that. Um, well, she's the leader. So yeah. They're all going to start shifting focus, right? Yeah. But it's it's basically kind of a rundown of all the mutants and where to find them, right? Yep. So she goes to the HQ in Ohio with uh, Glob and Mirage. Correct. And Glob gets his time to shine. Yeah, this this turned into like way more of a, I don't say heartfelt, but like it, it was a internal struggle. Like you get to see how like how much Glob has been holding on to and like been suffering yeah. with. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to be like, oh shit, like Glob, right? But like Glob came out of the MVP of this issue. Yeah, he did. Um. And then a lot of parallels to like what's happening in current society of just like privacy is kind of dead and whether it's celebrity or whoever, the fact that someone can get so intimate to where you are and what you're doing is a violation on so many different levels. Yeah. So the fact that um, to this extent, mutants are being hunted down, uh, being hunted down and killed. So yeah, for existing. I was going to say, especially, especially when the attention is hate driven, right? Yeah. That's the whole point of this, this, this uh dog why you, why you hate us don't hate us yeah game. and yeah it was a it was a deep kind of backstory motivation for glob it was uh i don't say tear jerking but the fact that like it's great that they didn't give this to magic or like another kind of front row mutant this was a chance to give to someone that's like kind of been in the shadows and you didn't know much about them the more passive glob who's basically just been the cook this whole time yeah he gets I mean, his He's got that farm and the, the eggs and the chickens, but dude's deep, man. He's been dealing with a lot of like real life trauma for the what, majority of his life. Well, that was dope too. Is like he gets his he gets his come up he gets his um his piece in, but the mutants also insert a system update via uh, Trinary's USB key that she gave to Magic. Right. That will publish the author's location info whenever they publish something on the doc site. So whenever these guys publish something on their site, yeah, there's like whoever the public whoever publishes that piece, they're yeah, their personal information also gets released along with their um, little piece. <laughs> Take that, QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was really cool because it's like, okay, well, if you can talk about us, we're going to talk about you. But we're not going to do it. We're not just going to put you out there. We're just going to make you responsible for whatever you put out. So if you put this out, then you're out there. But if you don't, then you won't be type thing. So. Yeah, it, it's weird that there's that much restraint because. Yeah. Like, they have way more than enough motivation or kind of right to be like, fuck you, we're just going to release all your shit. 
but it's a it's kind of a testament that there's still a few mutants that are holding true to you want to say professor x's original kind of mission statement of like give him a chance yeah even if professor x in his current iteration isn't doing that like he's very much a militant like fuck it we've given you all the chances now so it's 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 weird to see but it's kind of nice to see knowing that these are going to be the guys that kind of run the show for the next coming years of x-men you mm -hmm. assume right that they mm -hmm. still understand you can get your revenge at any time but it's probably a better punch if you can hold it yeah and then so meanwhile that we go back to uh nova roma where because remember it does say docs is down for temporary maintenance i enjoyed that right. page it was like an yes. insert it's just like ah we're just down for a while yeah we're, then, not gonna, we're not gonna do anything yeah back in nova roma uh senator aquila is the only person left alive and is tortured by monster lady um about the new mutants who's got like an alien like not a face hugger but the ones that like yeah, into your body and just kind of like a little slug, you know, like a, you and shit. Yeah, just like eats away isn't gross. <laughs> Add added to the list. Yeah, it was it was a it was a great gross panel too. It's just a cup. She picks it up. And the next panel, she, it starts worming itself into yeah. the Roma dude, and it's like this is not gonna turn out well for anybody. Yeah, it's gross. And then you get a nice little heart to heart between Magic and Glob, who's back on his farm feeding the chickens. I, I like my girl Ileana's one line where. Um, he because he kind of they just yeah like he said heart to heart but she goes her she line her line was a little anger is good for the soul because it shows you care yeah so it's, it's not always like it's well it says it right there i don't have to break that down but <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna break it down and says everything there it's just it's good to see her that you know not anger is not all bad it's, no. glob gets it but it, like he, with one of his lines he's just like i need to be better right like he's he's had so much trauma that he needs to know how to kind of properly uh channel it mm -hmm. but like the the dudes had a like a, a hard <laughs> yeah. go of it up to this point he's had a rough time yes which is which is cool to see because it gives him a bit of depth because uh he's not really and it's always way. a fair assumption that there's like basically two types of mutants the ones that can kind of hide away from their powers and the ones that are this is me like this is who i am that's right and it doesn't really factor into you because you just enjoy getting to go into this world that the ones that are always mutants 24 7 probably have way more trouble with their day-to-day -day life than the than like a Jean Grey who can just walk around and kind of fall into the background or Ilyana to use new means like Glob is everyday Glob right yeah like, you can't turn it on that's, so. some, that's some that's some trauma <laughs> and, and just some understanding right that's why I, I really enjoy this issue because you get to hear from this guy who was in the back and we didn't really pay him no mind like we love the how he looks and stuff, but and to everybody else, like to anybody just reading, you'd think he was a happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. So does like he says, he's always he's always trying to cool them off and like cook them up soup and shit. So. Well, speaking from going from one happy-go-lucky guy to the other, let's talk about Hellions. Hellions three and four. <laughs> we got another double issue three and four. I I have fun yeah. with this one. This yeah. is this is fun and twisted this, and. This is getting the rookie of the year because this was uh, first issue. Loved it. And yeah, they haven't let us down yet. This is what I was hoping Fallen Angels would be with something like this. I don't know if Fallen Angels knew what they were gonna do. Like, yeah, this is me not know. knowing what the end goal is because I'm I'm assuming Apoth in some fourth is gonna come back. You think like, so? still, I don't know. There's there's gotta be like little children running around that are still in, in, implanted with whatever he fucking breathed on them, right? Like yeah. there, there's there's remnants of again, I guess trauma is the best word because you're getting the backstory of Psylocke and you understand her a little more walking into Hellions, but 
they didn't really defeat the enemy. Like, no villain has been defeated yet. No. They've all just either been pushed to the side or just like, we can't deal with you right now. We got to go deal with this <laughs> yeah. other villain. Here you are, but we can't deal with you. So yeah, just... it was fucking amazing. He's loving out, but it opens with Madeline Pryor versus Havoc, which talk is talk about it. villains that you can't get rid of, man. Case of the X, yeah, if you anyway. don't include that musical cue with no fucking context, yeah, it, it would be the best. Yeah, <laughs> it's after midnight, and she's on your it is because there's piano keys and everything. So, God, it's that song was, that was a and... banger. She keeps taking away this guy's mouth, which is yeah, she, yeah. She passes the yeah, That's the worst thing. Look, listen, we all have exes. The worst thing you would hate with meeting up with the next is that they took away your ability to answer back all the bullshit they were saying on you. So all I gotta listen to their bullshit. Not I don't, I don't. There's a reason we're exes. I don't want to hear your shit no more. And having don't have the choice. But buddy takes her. Buddy like takes a piece of broken glass and cuts his mouth open again. Like I was like. This is fucking weird. This is this is probably going to be the greatest comic if they keep on pace to how essentially all these guys have to take the most desperate choices to like survive, let alone to like be successful as a hellion. Like all these guys are already dealing with so much trauma from being put into this group. That's right. But like it seems like Sinister is always pushing him into a place where he's like, okay, I know you have nightmares, but like here's more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Go yeah, yeah. My shit. yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, here, you're doing pretty here. good, but There's, it's gonna get worse. So yeah. I don't know if you can get ready. Just, just go. Um, and when he rips open his mouth, like Madeline takes this opportunity to like mack on him and make out with. Him. Yeah, make out with the blood. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. Uh, yeah, it's he, so he, dark and perfect. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Um, but yeah, so she basically successfully brainwashes him, and it switches over to Quanon who has to deal with the basic instinct wild child from last issue or it left off where... yeah, baby Sabretooth did not like being talked to or touched and they're going to blows yes yeah well she gets he could smell her weak you know how he's like he's basically like a, a wolf right so it's like he's baby Sabretooth. i don't know why he's kind of sugarcoat it there's a panel yeah. where he looks exactly like Sabretooth. Just... yeah just smaller wild child but he acts like an animal so she he senses weakness and leadership so he tries to take her down and she fries his brain and then like snaps his neck yeah and basically announces like i'm the alpha yeah you will follow me which was fucking so badass too and then yeah which subdues him and when he heals up he's calm and he's like all right you're the alpha you're the alpha i just follow you. yes <laughs> like it, it was the greatest version of the dog whisperer that you'll ever see <laughs> that's right you actually get to like fuck up a dog as a his name is caesar caesar ramon that's his name yeah, right caesar something yeah yeah caesar ramon <laughs> i don't know how i know that it's probably South Park, man. Probably, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen an episode of that show for real. But anyway. we have, we have three go tos of like, how did I learn this? Simpsons, yeah. South Park, and I guess comic books. Yeah, <laughs> get it from one of those, those three. Those are the only avenues. <laughs> we didn't learn it in school. School wasn't teaching us shit. <laughs> but yeah, she's the alpha, and then Havoc under uh, Madeline's um, influence, uh, she makes Arclight eat her own hand. For yeah. shits and giggles, like that was, <laughs> like, why? Who knows? But uh, God damn it, if I didn't enjoy it, he's like, no, just eat your hand. Okay, well, sure. just that's just a flex too. She's just flexing. Like that's her make... team, isn't it? Like that's that's yeah, that's, that's her team. That's, that's her marauders. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I eat my ex's hand. Not eat your own hand. Yeah. Oof. 
You want to um, play, I did. Did you get that that beast log in the middle? It was probably kind of cool. Where they were comparing Sinister and Psylocke to Xavier and Cyclops. Yeah, which, who, the te- who the team effectively reverts their loyalties to the one um, in amazing. battle beside them. Which I was like, I thought you. I was like, you're gonna love this. Sorry, yeah, it was amazing. Well, you're saying everything I want to say. It's amazing view into how we thought our leaders were here to protect us, and they're really not. They all have all of these art- uh, alternative, ulterior. I can't say that word. Ulterior. There you go. Uh, motives that are now coming to light and no one can really trust them as farther than they can throw them. Yeah. And the walls are closing them on them, right? So like like you called how long ago Beast is kind of a villain. How I called way long ago X is kind of a villain. Like, yeah. And all of these reports are just reaffirming like we can't fully trust the ones that they said we could trust. Yeah, but it's but it's a cool it's a cool comparison too because it's like like for the basic for the original X Men, it's like Xavier is the leader, but he's not in the field with you. Cyclops is the leader in the field. So who do you, who does your loyalty revert to? Uh, really and truly, as a grunt or like as somebody who's just X Men, like you're gonna probably lean towards Cyclops because he's right there in the trenches with you. Yeah, that's that soldier mentality, right? Yeah, you, and that's kind of the same commanding here. officer, and it's up to your commanding officer whether or not they go take their orders from the dude that's sitting in the tent. Saying, right. hey man, this is what we got. Like everyone always has to answer to somebody else. Yep. But I like that they're they're leaving us the breadcrumbs that at some point someone's gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna take that order from you. Right. It's, um, a, it's a really cool page. I liked that one a lot. Um, but then we're, um, yeah, then we're on to yeah, season four. I mean, sorry, issue four. Yeah, because there was we. The only thing we learned is that Madeline is hurt that she can get an invitation to Krakoa. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's her whole motivation. Yeah. And wants to unleash Sinister's test two babies as an attack, right? So yeah, issue four picks up from there, and and Psylocke and and Wildchild save the day when they fuck up the Marauders trying to get Nanny and Orphanmaker right. freeing. Like they free Greco, because yeah, they the Mara the Marauders the Hellions are like messed up in this. Yes, and yeah, it's Psylocke and and or Quanan and Wildchild that save the day to to um free everybody from. Being stumped because Orphan Maker was getting fucked up. Dummied. Um, here's my question to you: By the motivation of Madeline Pryor being mad, not invited, making her a villain, would that not make Deadpool a villain to Krokoa as well? See, that's and that's it's this is where it gets hazy because because yeah. Deadpool's not a mutant, right? No. But Madeline Pryor is. But she's a clone. Technically a mutant, but she's a clone. Yeah, so it's a really cool. I actually really like she's enjoyed. A, she's she's more of an egg baby than anything. Yes not being an egg baby and yep. i still think that's gonna pay out at some point too i really love that conversation piece like like further in the, in the in the in the issue right it's like they actually talk about that like well should she be invited I'm like well she was she's like you said she's a test tube baby she's a clone she's a clone <laughs> of Jean gray and she her her presence here causes drama just from to Jean gray but then yeah. then if you're a lawyer you have to bring up the fact that a lot of these now mutants here are not actually who they started when they first got here. Yeah. They're copies of, so like their law is getting real, like their legal team has got to be being like, yo, this, um, there's no fucking prior cases to this. Like, how do you, how do you decide this? Who judges this? And the fact that it's going back to already the ones that were in question of, can we trust their morality or their ethics is amazing reading. Amazing. It's so layered. The fact that we're thinking about um, the council in a Hellions book, which is 
wall to wall action, right? Like yeah. issue four is just they're fucking up zombies, uh, the Marauders left and right. But you have this kind of back in your head of it's like she has a point though, no? Like she belongs there. Yeah, and and she dies in this. Like Grey Crow kills her, so it's not even. So it gets to an even uh, like a theater point. It's like the the mutants are like, do we resurrect her? Resurrect her, yeah. Or do we just leave her? And which has to this point hasn't really been an issue. No. Anyone has perished. Like, okay, no problem. We're gonna bring it back. It's the first time where it's just like we have a moral, not even moral. It's just like we we don't know what the what the rules are on this. Yeah, exactly. What, what, what's your opinion on that? Um, they can't do it, but they can't not do it. Because if you say no to her, then you're saying no. You can say no at any point. And your whole point of the island is we're not going to say no to mutants. Yeah, but she, yeah, yeah it's it's, so, it's tough because she causes so much shit. And she does. She's... But so does Sabretooth, and they threw him in a pit. So does Mystique, and they put her on a counter. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good so point. does X. So does Magneto. Everyone at that table has blood on their hands. Nobody yeah. is that. And if you're saying this is the paradise and the utopia where we can rehabilitate, fine, do that. But you have to be honest with doing that. So it's, it's almost like roll. You, you, they should roll the dice with her. And if she does step out of line, you then just you have, banish you have, her to the... <laughs> exactly. Or you kill her. You're just like, this was it. We tried. Yeah. We, we said yes, and it didn't work out. But if you already say no, then you can't say that you're treating every mutant the same. There's not an invitation for every mutant here. Yeah. Especially if you like Sinister's on your board of counsel, like, yeah. like, your board of trustees. Like this dude has caused as much damage to you uh, emotionally, like physically, psycho psychologically, and like through DNA. Like he's created as many monsters as possible. And you're and you put him in maybe the highest position of power, or one of the highest position of power for you to like all of them play God, which is amazing, but like that's usually what fucks up utopias and like empires. The second one god is just like this is as far as it goes no more and then the people look at it and they're going to revolt that right yeah. so there's going to be a group of people that i think inevitably side with the fact that Meyer, if she doesn't we don't know if she's actually going to come back or not um but i think she's going to have a small following of like if just for the example of if you don't bring her back then who's to say you're not going to bring me back right yeah the, well the answer the, i think the answer they settled on was a no i think um because remember that's, there's a that's the smartest decision don't get me wrong I think it's. I think it is too. I think it's. But it's. It's a tough one, like you said, because it's now it's you're setting a precedent, and yes. um, yeah. There's the Scott and Scott and Alex have words about it. It's like, well, yeah. What? Alex has fucked up this entire like run, and yeah. he they keep giving him more reasons to be fucked up about shit. Like they won't bring back his girl. Yeah. And Scott's kind of like, yo, your girl is my girl. You she can't come back. Yeah. All, all of these are valid points, but still, it's gonna hurt, right? Like. They say you can't have wifey because she's crazy, but like you kind of like that crazy. It's gonna hurt you. But it's yeah, it's such a weird because you're right. It's like it's 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 and a second how, Jean Grey. <laughs> exactly. That's why you love Sinister because he's created such ripples within the Summers family that I don't know how you ever call this man an ally. He's without even trying, he sent the the kind of the exterminators to go exterminate one of his pet projects that didn't work out. And it's causing Alex with way more trauma than he initially had going in there. And this is a dude that was having problems controlling himself. Yeah. So like, they, I love that they keep, they keep stacking Adam, uh, Alex as his mom. Like he's for me, he's the ticking time bomb on this team. Nobody else. I think yeah. everyone else is either in control or saw that can put down. Alex keeps having emotional traumas and reasons why 
that's, he's not going to make it the way that we think he's going to make it. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't seem that way. <laughs> and the fact that he has to keep going back to his brother to be like, "Yo, can I do this?" And his brother's like, "No, yo, that's gonna it's gonna hurt him, bro." Yeah, it's yeah, hurt. it's they're setting out for some for some big things, I think, which will be. I mean, we didn't talk about like he actually explodes the house. Like that's right, he blows the house. Yeah. Yeah. So like this is off of trauma, right? Like off of. <laughs> Uh, what's his face killing her and he's just like I can't take it and blows up everything right so um, Havoc's going to be amazing in this run yeah. but who haven't you enjoyed so far as exactly characters? they've all been fun even Empath who just gets shot as soon as they yeah. and <laughs> they're gonna bring, they bring it back right like that, that's the thing They you're so quick to bring back Empath someone who fucked with your mind after you told him not to fuck with your mind Madeline's essentially doing the same thing but her her fucking is way worse than his fucking. I yeah, cause, yeah, because it's got to do with like love and emotions too. Is that better or worse than someone who's just doing it for shits and giggles? That's worse. Well, it's worse on like that's worse on the person being done too. Like I think it's worse than because empath is just like oh hurt each other, yeah. but but Aunt Madeline to Alex is like oh love me, and then do this for me. <laughs> Which I believe, I, I truly believe she loves him. She just has a fucked up version of love. Yeah, I can believe that. Who do you who do you blame? You blame Frankenstein's monster or Frankenstein? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So like, and again, Sinister sitting on a council, be like, well, yeah. you guys handled it right. He, he like, knew what he's fucking doing. This is your fault. Yeah. So again, we we could probably do two hours on how much we're gonna just look this, Yeah. But what we'll do instead is we'll we'll move on to Marauders number twelve. Let's do it. And it's all about the intro as Kate's rebirth. Kate's back. Kate's back. Great. Uh, going down as great cover work again. Um, first issue just has her yeah. like a gangster with uh, the two tattoos on her uh, knuckles. The kill shot. Shot. Yeah. I don't know if she needed such a, a strong reminder. I'm pretty sure that memory would have <laughs> faded, but I mean. Yeah, that was a little, I was like, okay. Like, um, it, it always, that's always a weird thought to me when people put tattoos on themselves if they put them so they can read them or that someone else can read them yeah so it wasn't upside down right like she'll have to turn her knuckles in but it it'll say yeah. it'll say shock kill though right like if she turns in that's right it'll, or it'll what? say like it'll, like, no, it'll, it'll, it'll be out. backwards too it'll be like <laughs> kill Shaw. it'll right. be like wa- wash lick <laughs> or she loses an index finger and it's ill Shaw. yeah <laughs> <laughs> my first note here is why is her hair so poofy? She's got like that Pat Benadar haircut going on. Yeah, like it, it pulled me out, but I think that's the best choice for like the art and the, I guess the read because mm. Kate's back, but she's not Kate. That's like, right. It's, it's her, but she looks a little different. Something's not, something's not the same. And the fact that she's drawn that way, like reaffirms that. So like as a reader, it's like, ooh, like it, it, it irks me too, right? We've, we've grown to love Kate and respect Kate. And give her all this respect and then she died and we thought like oh yeah we don't even know if they can bring her back and that was a whole issue and i still thought they could stress that out a little longer mm-hmm. but even when they brought it back it was just like there's something not right about her there's something that's sticking out that like irks me a little yep yeah well and either, turned, either way she life. either way she finally gets her first steps on krakoa right uh, i guess the last not the last mutant because i'm sure there's some that haven't been there yet but we, we don't know, but the ones that they've made important, yes. she finally gets a taste of, I guess, the good life, you want to call it. Yeah, and that's that's, and this, this great welcome, too. Like, this hero's welcome. You get this nice little moment with Storm. It's a party, man. Yeah. Well, she's an OG. We don't give her credit for it. Yeah, she is, right. 
Uh, can't her and Emma go on a ride horses on the beach and come up with a plan for Shaw? Because they know that well, it's no secret now that amongst a team that he's the one who offed her, right? So, yeah. How does how does that work? Like, if you're Shaw, this this wasn't a long term plan, right? Like, this was short sighted. Yeah, it's. I, I don't think he expected her to be found. Because remember, he but, dropped her in the in, in the, the ocean in the drink, right? Yeah, and nobody knew it was him except for her, right? Yeah. So, and then he made sure they, uh, Lockie got his share of shit too, but. I, I guess Lockie was the linchpin, right? Like Lockie escaped and then told. Yeah, he told he told Emma. Yeah, and then it. I don't know if it backfired yet. Like this is a, this is a weird one because I enjoyed this read, but I was just like, so how how is this supposed to pan out for everyone? It seems kind of it seems kind of um, careless on his part. Like he, if you're gonna offer, wouldn't you want to not do it like point blank, so there's no. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you off somebody so close to you, right? Like. Right. She's in a position where she's next to one of the seats. She's the Red Queen. And obviously, Shaw is, is trying to consume as much power as possible. But I would I like I would have used by my hands. I definitely would have had like a third company. Like I would have hired out this kill easily. So it doesn't come back to me. Yeah. In the very least, it's just like I would have enjoyed killing her, but it's like I don't I don't know if like Professor X is flying around and just reads my mind. I don't know if anyone's going to read my mind and says I killed her, right? Like, That's right. Things that you live on an island full of mutants. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of, of them people, are psychics. Yeah, can just at any moment be like, oh, hey, Shaw. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Right? So, like, there's certain things there's like, um, hopefully he had a longer plan that maybe he's um, thinking about, but then you have the interaction between the two, and it doesn't seem like he knew what the fuck he was doing at the time, right? Like, he assumes that she doesn't remember anything. Yeah, well, he checks in on her at the party, and yeah, yeah. all she tells him is, thank you for your gift. And he's kind of like, all right. Yeah, he's got a shocked face, and he's like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, nah, let's celebrate. He's like, so he's looking at it like a wild card. The team knows that he can't trust Shaw. There's a nice little moment between um, Nightcrawler and Kate, which reaffirms kind of their friendship and bond and how much these two kind of leaned on each other in hard, hard times. Yep. But I, I can't say a lot was like given in this issue. No, there's, there's nothing, nothing really happened because the party, the party goes on and then her and uh, Ileana do like an Irish exit. They just leave. Right. And go get, she go gets her tattoos. They kill her on her knuckles. And that's yeah, all there is to it. <laughs> but like well, a weird cover for something that didn't pan out mm-hmm. and would have been a better reveal as the last panel of what she's getting. Oh, she gets a date too, right? Like, doesn't the tattooist kind of like like her, or is that the? Am oh, I just kill, kill Shaw. Uh, no, no, I'm yeah, but I'm looking at the final page, which is the cover of the first page. Yeah, and it's like I would have saved this. Yeah, yeah, but it's the cover, so you already know. Yeah, it's it was really nothing happened in the issue. Yeah, she just comes I, back and says, she kisses babies and shakes hands, and that's it. She's like, I'm back, but I got poof here. One of yeah. your favorite pet peeves is the cover art didn't match up with what was going on inside. It did. It just gave away the kind of exclamation point on it. Yep. Where she could have had like bandaged um, knuckles in the cover art. Oh, that's and true. Then, and then you remove them. Reveal the yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, oh. But like, and again, it's short sighting for her. You can't hide that from Shaw. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go to a meeting. She's gonna have one hand in the pocket. She's like, "Oh, so you got killed on one side, eh?" It's like, "Yeah." What's the other hand say? It's like, "Um, ha." 
So yeah, or saw. Goes to shake his hand. Goes to shake his hand. What the fuck is that? Yeah, right hand is which one? Um, fuck. Is it kill or? No, her right hand would be kill. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Kill. Maybe maybe ring strategically placed. I guess so. But knowing her, she would get the gold bands that say kill Shah, right? Yeah. (laughs) Do the love hate shit from. (laughs) Do the right thing, right? So (laughs) this one, this issue, while I guess fun, made me not think. Shaw or Pride are very smart um, adversaries. No, yeah. It, but it, I guess they're not waiting too long to fucking get their revenge, which is kind of fun. It's yeah, they're just getting right to it. Um, so we'll, we'll go right to the next one too, which is uh, another double issue, X Factor 2 and 3. Good Lord. Okay, so this stuff isn't necessarily bad. It's cool and everything, but I... Like, <laughs> is, it, is it cool? I don't know, man. I don't... Okay, it's it's fine. <laughs> not it's definitely not my favorite. I think it's, I think it's, I think it came too late to the party. Yeah, you you can't set up this fourth, this kind of fourth quarter team with as much as you want to buy into, and all the shit I want to enjoy is just Polaris, basically. Yeah, yeah, because I mean it worked for Hellions because Hellions is like just pure action, and then it's like it's they peeled back the layers on this, and this was yeah. like upfront, like oh no no, you have to read to understand why we've included everybody and what yes. we're trying to do, and it's like I wish this was going on in the background and everybody else's issues, yeah, and then you gave me it by the time I was like, okay, or you could kind of cut out all the meat and just been like, so here's like we we catch them up on whenever the big kind of reveal is and like here's how we got here kind of shit yep because i don't know where they're gonna go with this and i don't know what they're trying to do with this i just know i really like polaris yeah so do i i'm I'm a big polaris fan too the rest of the team i could kind of do without i don't really care about anybody else dakin i barely recognize yeah yeah, this version of dakin is so far removed from everything we've known which isn't a bad thing it's just like i have no frame of reference to you could have named him any other Mutant, I would have been fine with it, but Dakin already has so much like pain and brooding and like darkness. And this dude's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna not wear my shirt and flirt with you." And I was like, "Yeah, he's just he's just a whore. He just he just goes around and like he's he's Broman Aquaman when you wanted like I don't know Aquaman. I wish I knew the year when he he only lost his hand and was using a hook. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was totally brooding and like badass and shit. It's like okay, like, yeah. So you know. But anyways, in this one, we'll run through quickly. Uh, someone in a hoodie and headphones warps into Krakoa and drops a package at the doorstep of the Boneyard. Uh, Aurora, coming in to visit her brother, finds it there the next morning. And uh, inside the box, there's ballet shoes covered in unknown brand name stickers and dripping in blood. I guess, yeah, it was blood, right? <laughs> blood? Blood? <laughs> well, it's it's blood. funny. Well, my notes has a question mark. And I was like, why didn't I know that? Yeah, maybe we don't know. I, I I don't know. It's dripping dripping in blood. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because we want to care about it, but clearly we both don't. Yeah, and it's not even, and it wasn't even that bad. Like it's kind of cool. Here's I don't know. It's like I tell you when I did care about it. The issue four when it goes to Mojo World, I was like, okay, like cool, because they completely changed all the parameters and the environment yes. and everything. Yeah, and you kind of have a foundation for who everyone is. So like it's an interesting read, but like I, I enjoyed I the care less if they stay there or anything like that, right? Like fuck. Yeah, and, I enjoy how Mojo World has changed with the like our real world yes where it's basically just a big stream site now yeah and it, i was like oh, that's kind of a cool idea so um when Actually, they all maybe sorry to tell you maybe i would have liked if this was a mojo world comic and then we got x factor out of it 
Oh, it started there. Yeah, first, yeah. yeah, we got X Factor going into Mojo World because again, you, you like you were saying, there's there's these cool parallels that they they pulled out with what it is right now and how Shatterstar is fucking miserable. <laughs> yes, yes, he's in the top of it. He's in the yeah. He's so basically, you go you go to Mojo World and you you compete in these games and stuff. Oh, well, first of all, you go there and you try and kind of win a stream over, like you try and get your own stream. Yeah, it's like excuse it's me, based on Twitter, how much people like you combined. Yeah, it's it's, it's Twitter. Yeah, exactly. It's like Twitter with video with like all a video on you. Or like Dagan, Dagan gets kicked out for indecent exposure, which is awesome. <laughs> which is like that was pretty funny. Um, but it's funny how they it's kind of cool. They show the panels where uh, everybody's in their own streams, and it's you can see like the, the users or the right. viewers kind of rating them and commenting on them, and they can see it all. They're like, what, 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 what is this, right? Yeah. Um, like who, who's watching is probably my greatest question coming out of that. Like, I want to know. Which worlds are actually watching kind of Shatterstar twenty four seven? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but then you, again, you get some nice character art with Shatterstar, who like would completely join the team right now, but knows he can't, and like had to have this kind of like side. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with yeah, them, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yo, like he gives them whatever piece of information that they need, but basically says like, yo, if you can come back for me, come back for me. Like I can't leave them stuck, right? So it's just like, oh man, I would have signed up for a Shatterstar like Mojo World, like what this kind of day-to-day life kind of shit is i yep. think there's way more fun stuff to do but the fact that like he's basically a prisoner who's just putting on a happy face the whole time and he is, can't even speak his mind he's like no it's, it's already a better arc than everything else going on yeah x factor yeah. except for polaris yeah and what they do find out is they learn that a mutant girl died trying to achieve top five status in Mojo World, right. uh, debuting on Spiral Showcase, and on the way to find Spiral, North Star and Polaris are hit with a dampening net by some fight stream group. But that's the whole, they're, they're trying to find this young mutant. UFC, who, UFC. Yeah. Um, yeah they're, they're, sorry, tell you, they're trying to find this one specific mutant. And what happened to her? Yes, yes. That, that, those are the ballet issues belong to her. Um, it, it's weird. In, in an arc, talking about the whole X-Men universe, of so many mysteries that are like are playing out like mysteries and just playing out like, oh, this is what's going on with this group. The fact that you had to announce another group of another team that's trying to solve mysteries is so redundant to what you're doing already. Like we constantly just talk about what we think is going to happen with every other issue. Right, like we're essentially the readers are X-Factor. Like we're peeling back the pages to see how this all kind of pans yep. out but the fact we're basically like 12 issues in on most of the titles for us to start again it's that alone is tough right rollout that was a weird rollout yeah that alone is tough especially with because it's so it's very word heavy too like it's yeah. it's very it's like a thinker. what's like, that it's a thinker it's like yes it's not a noir but it's definitely like it's going to be a who's done it and like you have to connect all the pieces and you want to remember these ballet slippers down the line but like i'm already we're already doing that right like with every other title mm-hmm. so for you to announce hey start again but now learn all these new characters it's like ah why <laughs> are you are you as sick as i am of uh polaris forcing north star to lead when um, she should just she should just take like she should just take the reins but she's like no no you do it I think that's part of her character arc because of it, her relationship with Magneto and yeah, it, always it must, finishing last. It must be, but it's like it's annoying because it's like, dude, like you're so much stronger, you're so much more capable. Yeah, I don't, I don't, 
nobody likes North Star. And I guess that's the point, right? But yeah, but it's a weird point to make. Yeah, because you could have made us like North Star so many different ways, but the fact that you made him like he's a whiny Leonardo, but yes. not as talented, yes. or like a whiny Cyclops, but not as powerful. And really, I, yeah, re- really, I just want to follow Polaris and Rachel too. Rachel's cool. Rachel and, and Polaris in this, like, I'm good with that. And then, like, they, they give us nice teases, like the final kind of panels is like them talking to kind of a smaller subset of power of like storm uh cyclops and mystique like i love that conversation of like all of them sitting at the table and like talking about like that that's a group of like women i want to pay attention to and like dominoes at the table and stuff like there's like keeping us little sparks of places i want to go but because i'm forced to follow this team i don't get to spend time there yeah so you know um, but yeah I, so I really hope that becomes a team, though. Yeah, I, like you said, the best part of this comic is the whole Shadowstar thing. That arc is cool. He takes them to Sophia, the lost um, ballet shoe wearer. Right. And they just kind of bounce with her, and he stays. <laughs> was she the... I can't remember. Probably not. Uh, okay, that's the giant size storm. I was thinking of... We'll get there when we get there. In the in the very ending panels of this, you have, you have Storm, Psylocke, Domino... Gwenpool and Mystique sitting at a table and they get worked away. You know what that is? That's from their Yeah, that's that's from their um uh Fortnite crossover. <laughs> that's why they come back with guns. What? Oh, that's why they have guns, is it? Yeah, because they they there was a Fortnite event. Tell me you wouldn't want to see that five as a team as a title for X Force over what we have already. That'd be amazing. I don't really quick I don't really care about Gwenpool, but But I mean if if that's the least worry of a yeah. of a team of five women, and you're like, okay, there's the the fifth one I don't like. When well, it's not I don't like. I just don't care for it. I understand. I, her. I'm saying, in, yeah, in contrast yeah. to X Factor, which is a team of seven, and we only like two and a half. <laughs> like sometimes Dagan does cool shit, but yeah. it's only oh, X Factor. Like, yes, for some reason I thought you meant X Force. I was like, my bad, sorry. But no, no, X, I, no. I, I I think I just heard wrong. But it's yeah, it's absolutely it's a much better team, especially because Mystique. We've we we've seen Have so seen little love, man. Right, and it's the same shit with like um. Mojo World. We're like, oh, this is what's going on in Mojo World? Yeah, well, let me spend some time in Mojo World, right? So I don't know if X Factor is going to be the team that takes you to spots that like make inevitably make the team better because they get put in these different in- environments. But I actually, I think that's exactly what it's going to be. They're going to just keep throwing these guys into these different kind of spots and pockets okay. and whether or not you want to buy into the mysteries that they're solving for the greater good, whatever that means, right? Like, yep. I think in the previous issues, they're still trying to work out the laws of like, okay, what can we do? Like, what are we in charge of? What can we get away with? Right. So it's weird. Um, yeah. It's my new least favorite book, but not because the book itself is bad. It's just like we said, it's it's just late to the party and it's kind of hard to. Yeah. It, the pacing doesn't suit with anything else where everything right. else is going. Like, if it was the only book I was reading, maybe. Or I, like, it was, you You'd know, it was one of the it, only two, I'd be right into it, but I don't, I don't know. You, I don't. You'd stop reading it. it to your point to saying about how Elliot Hellions hit the ground and started running, it kept up with the pace of X Force, X Men. That's uh, a very good point, yeah. Like it was like, oh yo, it's a whirlwind, eh? Like we don't have time to hear your here's your team, here's your here's your orders, go. And then on the mission we get all these kind of character arcs and things like that. Yeah. X Factor was like, Hey, I'm North Star. Hey guys. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> ready like, slow down guys. I don't want to talk to it's like and like heavy, heavy copy on that So yeah, hopefully the pace will in- increase and hopefully we get more mystique if she's going to be appearing in anything more. It's just so random that they have that in the, her in the, it doesn't matter. It's Fortnite and 
Fuck Fortnite. Um, so we're not going to read Fortnite before? God, no. Fuck that <laughs> game. Um, Quiet, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to X-Force number 12. Uh, we learned that Mikhail didn't quite kill Quentin Choir, but brings him to uh, Zeno for experimentation in a weird show of dick measuring by killing his top henchman. Yeah, well, big dicks. It didn't, like, big, that, that whole thing didn't make any sense. Like, no, didn't need to happen. But why did, why did you do that? Well, why? I mean, was like, as a as a show, because he didn't do it in like silence or like sneaky. Like it was kind of a show, right? So yes. it, it's another alpha moment of like, I'm the captain now, right? So not necessary, but sure. No, well, yeah, it was I, absolutely not. It was, I, it, it was funny. I, I had a good laugh at it. I'm all for less characters that I have to like read information <laughs> that's, about. That's so. very true. That's... Kill them all, motherfucker. Like very true. Uh, I'm becoming a big Sage fan. Yeah. Because her, her shots at Beast. I like how every time, like, you know, we we've been saying You're Beast so is right. becoming evil. What did I say? He's kind of becoming like a dark Beast version. Yeah, yeah. Um, I all the comic book the characters in this book seem to realize that too, which is pretty funny because they all take <laughs> shots at him. Yeah, they're like. First it was Gene, now it's Sage. You, you always seem to slip a little bit of wrong in with all and, your decisions. And different levels of like fucking with Beast, because in a few issues he got thrown through a couple like rooms, yep. and other ones are like psychological, like what are you doing to this team, right? Yeah. And it just seems to not phase him. No, he's, he's well, he's he believes what everything he's doing is for the greater good. That's that's one of the, like I can't I don't know the real quote but like a, a true villain never sees what they're doing as wrong they yes. just see it as right they don't see themselves as a villain they're just willing to go that extra mile and it seems like like the the holy trinity of like X kind of Boy Scout X Men are the most flirting with that and I'll say that's Professor X Beast and Scott and Scott's yeah. been the most re- reticent and kind of Scott's been pretty chill though so far yeah. But if the writing is on the wall, like either he's gonna have to take the first shot at these motherfuckers, or he's gonna buy in based on like my Boy Scout theory. Yeah, because Magneto's already kind of been like the villain of like I'm gonna do whatever, and got Charles on his side. And I don't know who swept up Beast into like this way of thought, but like they keep giving him teams, and he keeps just like using them as expendables. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked, man. It's great, yeah. but it's fucked. Yeah, it's it's cool. He's he's gonna go full Dark Beast at some point, I think, but. If not already. Well, if not already, we'll get there. Uh, once once the, they learn it's Mikhail who attacked them, they apprehend Colossus and Omega Red. Which is nuts. We finally get like full Omega Red. They grab so they grab all the Russian mutants. <laughs> the racist. Which is which I was like, this is like you're getting this is a... You're crossing up there's lines that you guys are really crossing right now. Especially when they took Colossus too, right? They remember Beast makes a big show of it. Yeah. Um, who was that for? Exactly. Why? Why would you do that? To to Cyclops, who's just trying to forget something that we don't even know what he's trying to forget yet. But who is that for, Beast? Yeah. Why? Why the scene? And they they handcuff him too and take him in the walk of traitors. Unne- unnecessary. Oh, the walk of traitors, he calls it, or the traitor, <laughs> the traitors parade. That's what it is. It this that's what it's turning. That's the 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 the, the thought process. It's turning into Lord of Flies. Like yeah. And Sooner even later, every government gets overthrown with, by their people's like way of thinking. It's just going to turn into a bloodbath. I'm just like, and even Wolverine gives him a gut shot. Yeah, why? It's like the fuck is wrong. Like Beast. Unless this is like a setup to like get um, Colossus as like a sleeper agent. 
with someone else. Oh no, sorry, threw a, threw a shot to Beast. I'm, th- I'm yeah, <laughs> I was, no. I was th- <laughs> no, he was mad at Beast because he's like, the fuck yeah, you? I I forgot how many shots Beast takes this issue, yeah. let alone right, like yeah, yeah, he's doing irreparable damage to a lot of his his team. Yeah, the traitors parade and all Colossus is, is doing is fucking farming flowers. farming he, he, every time we see him he's trying to be like by himself or like comfort domino and beast shows up with cuffs <laughs> yeah it comes with cuffs you, you know i do find what was smart of them uh and interesting is that they apprehend the russian mutants but iliana's not there oh. so it's really just colossus and omega red because they're like we don't want any smoke <laughs> with iliana but that, that's that's so I feel like for me, that's like Scott threw something out to her because we know how much Scott and Ilyana have a connection. Mm-hmm. And the second that Ilyana finds out what they're doing to her brother, yeah. shit's going to hit more of the fan, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe the kind of tipping point for Cyclops because he's going to have to choose a side if that kind of blows up. Yeah, because she's uh, a general too, right? Yeah. So that's it i'm excited for the next one of that because i yeah and the fact that you've you've kept like they imprison colossus right next to omega red too which is definitely going to be traumatic for one of those motherfuckers yeah like they're not gonna just sit there and like play case of the x with each other like oh man and omega red was just having he was just minding his own well in this you know hunting it's weird he pops up in a couple places uh, moving on to X-Men number 12. This is or ne- number 11. This is weird because it's actually just a Empire Empire tie-in that we missed last time around. Um, so I went back and read it, which wasn't bad. The, the four issues that I was supposed to read the first time and ended up reading the whole arc of what's actually going on with Empire, which isn't a bad story. It's just there's a lot going on with Kree and Skrull. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't... Yeah, Oakland, Nobody, nobody needed it, though, I don't think. Not for the purposes of the X-Men title. No, but it's good to know that angels in the world doing shit, and I can't remember who else is kind of like a heavy player in Empire. I I enjoyed this read specifically because it was all Magnus, 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 right? So, just Eric fucking up shit. Well, this one is um, this is the one with Rockslide, Loa, and Anol, and they venture off to find Summoner sitting in the woods. Wait, am I reading the wrong thing? Yet? Yeah, you're reading a different know. thing. This is no one Magnus. This is the one with Apocalypse. Ah, okay. And uh, what's the dude that's on fire? Always talking to the kids. Um, yeah, the summoner. The no, no. Oh no! Oh no! 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 That's a different one. That's a different one too. This is this is a tie-in. So this was the um, this is when Rockslide Loa and Noel they find summoner sitting in the woods uh, and they play in a Rocco game with him. Yeah, it's an Empire title, right? <clears throat> it says Empire. Okay, no, no, I'm on the yeah. right one. I, can, I just can't remember the the guy in the council who looks like a, a devil. But like doesn't do anything. Oh, um, he's in it for a little bit. Exodus, that's his name. Exodus, yeah, there you go. Magneto's in this too. All right, carry on, sir. Oh no, you're right. You're right. Sorry, you are right. I got the right one. You are right. Yes, you got the right one. You are right. Um, it's pretty. This is a kind of great issue too for what the future may hold for. Yeah, it's dense. Kind of egg babies. Egg babies don't really exist anymore. It's this one was it's they man this would confuse me they, it goes through the, the history of of Araco and everything yep and basically from a report 
to the Quiet Council from Captain Commander uh, Island adding other islands to more to none of the population train with Bishop. That's right, none of the rules talks about integrating mutant powers into. So yeah. while you're reading about it, essentially this is for me it was a two-parter in in the sense of Exodus is giving propaganda to the children, talking about the truest hero of Krokoa, which is Magneto. So you get all these flashbacks of like how Magneto has been conquering, but it's not really flashbacks. It's just him wearing like his taking up a different mantle. Yep. So like it's him, um, I think Colossus, Magma, Iceman, and going to conquer like what was it, the other side of this island? This is Krokoa that they're going after, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's the the rock monsters, right? I just can't remember if these are based on the island. No, or this is the like the the parent or sister island that there there's also problems with as well, right? Like there's Rockland. another monster island, and that's kind of another one that we have to keep waiting for. But like Magneto does fucking amazing things in this fucking issue. Like when he finally meets up with the the true bad guy, like he just starts dropping different levels of heavy metal things onto him, mm-hmm. which I fucking loved, and just like blowing up shit. Um, this wasn't the one where I thought it was. I can't. Uh, I can't remember which X Men comes back, but doesn't come back as the same version of themselves. And there's n- this new offset type of mutant. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just going. No, you weren't. I was. No, I was. No, you're on the right track. I was. Um, I got. I I mixed up number eleven and number twelve. So you read twelve. I did, but twelve is not part of this. It's part of the. It it's goes like back a, to X Men. Yeah, this was like, like a side mission. This is, yeah, this yeah. Was, yeah. This 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 issue just like propaganda for Magneto, how badass Magneto is, and you can't really fuck with him and his mutant kind. Right. Yeah. And that's why he goes back to like the red and purple. Like he only uses that when he's ready to fuck shit up, which is a great kind of little nod that we now know. Like he's been wearing white for the most part and kind of being peaceful, but when he wants to come in command, he'll he'll go to the old kind of colors and the fact that exodus who's like the weirdest character for me because he only pops up in spurts but he typically only pops up in spurts to talk to children or like he's educating them yeah yeah so it's like i i I haven't been familiar with this character previous to this run right like he's brand new for me um i don't know what his motivation is other than like he really likes mutants which isn't a bad motivation but if I'm under the influence of everyone at the table has blood on their hands, I'm trying to figure out what his blood is, right? Like, yeah, is he the one person I can feel is like straight up like him, Storm, Nightcrawler, and Gene? You're supposed to think that are the most on the level, but like, Gene's got her own bag of problems. Storms, we'll get into in a few minutes. Um, Nightcrawler, you want to believe that he's the most pious, but like, he has a lot of moral and ethic problems he's just not underhanded about it mm-hmm. exodus i i have no play on right like yeah well, he, he he's a, he's pretty much a straight shooter he's just he, like you said he has he's not he hasn't been in the forefront recently or at all really and, so he's and just kind of it makes me think that he's he's an ace in the hole yeah it, it, to what more extent, i guess he's more on magneto side than anybody else's because he's really about yes, liberation, which is not a bad thing i'm not trying to say it's a bad thing it's just I haven't seen I haven't seen what he can do. I can only I've only heard him big up everybody else. And that's so not what this arc has been, like this entire X-Men. It's usually these teams that you would wouldn't expect and they fucking show you how badass they are. Or like I guess heroes 
proving to be villains in a lot of other cases or villains yeah. or hero villains proving to be heroes and to your point i remember the uh after this the story tells about magneto taking on the uh the kotati <laughs> those plant people and stuff the, right. the ending when he's like so children what is your hero's name and they go like the same, you know, yeah and he is mutant that was i was like yeah, that was a pretty dramatic way to end that like <laughs> maybe for all intents and purposes his name alludes to what he is like if he's exodus he's basically the bible he's writing the word mm -hmm. and if he's writing the word he's just telling it to the the next generation coming up right mm -hmm. so i don't know like i guess he's on my watch list but <clears throat> they don't give me enough of him to even watch no and yeah it was like you said it was, a, it was just an empire tie and it probably should have been included with our last drop but yes, it, wasn't. it wasn't so it is what it is uh moving on to giant x-men Storm. Yeah. Sorry, before we go, Cuckoo's Magic, Magma, Iceman, Sage, Black Tom was all part of the team that Magnus took to go. Take oh, down. thank you. Yep. Um, that guy. Sorry. <laughs> You're correct, sir. And that guy, too. Yeah. Um, Giant X-Men Storm, which wraps up the uh, basically their annuals. Way to fumble on in the red zone. Uh, the storm arc. Oh, you, I thought you were talking about me. I was like, what did I do? Yeah, no. This well, is, you wrote this, Coke. Yeah, no kidding. So no it's kid. a recap of the storm situation and her rare technovirus, where Money and Cypher break into an AIM scientist place after she and the, sm and the smart mutant did some quick maths. And it turns out to be one of the Phantom X hired to help him get into the world. That that AIM guy? Right. Um. Man, what a disappointment. Like, I... they, they built it up so great up into Phantom X. Yes. That was one I was just like, I don't know what the world is. I wish you didn't name it the world. Um, but I'm still with you. And this one I was just like, it, it never seemed like a real threat to lose Storm. No. And it's like, we, we were, we were, and we both didn't get of us, much Storm. Well, those are big Storm fans. And yes. We were hoping for something great for her. But then she, I mean, look, look, sorry. To cut you again, but look at the cover. Like you don't think it's jam packed of so much storm in this. Like she's she's a, like exuding goddess and queen, right? And she's Kenyan. Like there's there's so many things about Orohu that you 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 know and you love. And this being a giant size, you're so excited for what it was going to be. And we didn't get any of that. Mm -hmm. no. It's like a fart. No, like it's just, it that she basically passes the baton to Phantom X. Which is why, like, why, how? And it becomes it becomes kind of his story, right? Yeah. So the, the the small team that they do have, uh, Cipher, the Aim guy, we're just gonna call him the Aim guy, um, Phantom X, Money, and Storm all go into the world, and they get into the fight with like floating eyeballs and yeah. Phantom off. And, Phantom X runs was, off. It was it was heavy dialogue too with all of that stuff, which was supposed to be like this fun side adventure, but I have yeah. to read all this extra shit to like catch up with what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, Ned, Ned, that's the aim guy's name. No, we'll call him aim guy. <laughs> aim guy, okay. <laughs> um, but they find Phantom X and his brother in the center of the building after he runs off, right? They get there, he runs off, they fight, they go to that cent the building that's in the center of the world, and they find Phantom X there with his brother uh, next to a machine they need that will literally split the virus from Storm. Sure. So she goes in the machine, and yeah, they separate the virus, and it becomes like this sentient it's, it's, its own entity yeah it's like sentient and um 
it was, it was like, how did, do you think they knew how they were going to end it when they announced that Storm had like 30 days to live? No. Because it doesn't seem like it at all. No, it's, I, I so and then, all of this for a new bad guy. I guess. I'm just, I'm just looking at it compared to how it started. And that first issue with Gene and Emma was so beautiful for so, so many awesome. different reasons. Yeah. It was less on um, exposition and dialogue and more about the feel and what's going on between all three of those minds in her mind mm-hmm. and what's unfolding. And I was just like, I can't wait for the next one. I, I like, and like, they, they, they took us through that story in the first one to get to the final like page was just like, yo, she's sick and we need to find out how to save her. I was like, you can't do a better justice to whatever this story is going to be, right? Like, I'm so entwined. And that's all I really wanted from this kind of run. I just wanted those three women. Mm. Yeah. And then, it, like, the, it I can't branched. Remember the, the next issue went into, like, I think it was Magneto's and talked about Emma. Like, it, that was yeah, a cool issue. It wasn't bad. And it was okay if that's as far as you're going to go. Like, if the follow-up issue was a dream, a Jean Grey and she kind of goes off the path. Right. But then you need to go back onto it. And when no, they went then, back onto it, they went to Phantom X and it was like, I don't care about this guy. Yeah. Then there's Nightcrawler, which was a weird one. It was that had nothing to do with anything except no. for we need to pick up this new character and yes. this is why we can't go home to the X Mansion. Yeah. So like and very little mention of Storm. So it, it very quickly didn't turn into a storm issue when you set up that this was a pressing matter. Like this had a time ending on it right so mm-hmm. the frequency and the the urgency to find a, a solution was there and the fact that they started in such a drastic for lack of a better word it was it was such it's so counter to everything else we've been reading right the fact that they chose not to give us any dialogue and you had to like flow through the pages in order to pick up the story and then they would just drop little nuggets and then it by the end of it it's just copy heavy and like go into the world and aim agents and cypher and it's like and storm's fine it's like well how did she turn into an afterthought if she was the original theme yeah it it really is a i don't know boggling do you like i almost dislike this more than um the the psylocke run this this one issue, I, so well, okay. like so, this arc because I judge the I judge all five issues as a as an arc. Like, well, because well, well, right? yeah, it's, well, yeah, like you said, the Nightcrawler and, and Magneto's issues had nothing to do with this, so it was really they shouldn't have been a part of it, but they kind of were. Well, what what was cool was the last the Phantom X issue. I know you don't like you didn't like because you don't really care for Phantom X, and I I don't. It's not that I like it. Just didn't fit, and then the fact yeah. that it was so copy heavy, and then they're just announcing the world, which you could have given this like if the x factor was just talk about the world and like the vault and all this kind of stuff it's like cool i'm into it but you set me up with hey look out for storm and nothing really paid attention. nothing happened yeah because i was i was just gonna say i actually kind of enjoyed the last issue with the phantom x backstory right uh, that was kind of dope because we, we didn't know anything like that's never been explored before sure. but um at the same time like I won't this this storm story within this just fucking stupid. (laughs) There was no real stakes. No, I didn't like it at all. I was like, okay, well, and then now you have this new enemy that only Doug only Doug could understand, or even Doug even knew was a I don't know. Storm's okay. Yeah, she's fine. You could you could have done all this in one issue, and I would have been alright with it. Storm's fine. So, or like a. If you did giant issues of these five characters going to the world, 
okay, it's different, right? Like if Storm was lost to the world and we had to you had to pull her out, right? It changes it because then the, the backstory for Phantom X makes more sense for why we need him specifically to go to the world. Yeah, that's right. And, that's, a, that's a good point. You assembling a team, but she's been doing like the work and Coco this whole time, right? Yep. Not really telling anyone that anything's going on, and then at the end, it's just like, no, I'm fine, man. We just had to. <laughs> yeah, I just had to go in this machine and you know, I touch this thing. Look at this now, eyeball guy over here. I'm good. Yeah, I yeah, eyeball. Yeah. Now we have a new villain. So like, I'm glad she's not dead, but like I, I was enjoying the threat of her possibly not making it. Yeah, seems, I don't know seems if that like, sounds bleak or anything, but seems like a waste of time at the end. But anyways. Phantom X. And we will move on to uh the last no, issue. Let's talk about this book. <laughs> oh God, We're just going around in circles now. Uh the last issue of today is Wolverine number five, which was oh, beautiful. Great. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, really good. Uh, Wolverine is an ice cube. That's how it starts out. And one of like that panel where he's frozen in ice, and you see yeah. every line, and like his face frozen in just like not fear, but just like fuck, <laughs> like he's angry, like he got put in this position. It looks like an animal. Yeah, it's so great. And then they peel back and they see like he's in a block of ice with all these vampires just watching him, ready yeah. to suck his blood. And Dracula drills into the cube, uh, letting Wolverine's blood drip out to consume via chest plates that they, they put they put the blood in these like plates that they attach to their chest yeah and, and it, suck it up and it sucks up into their body like, so they're <laughs> that was amazing as well as yeah. like the insert of the wolverine blood group system and how he's basically like every perfect yeah. blood that you could ever want he's yeah. got it like he's got it's so unique that it has blood. all types and and the vampires got, can use it to become daywalkers he's got e-blood E. Yeah, we don't even know about E. Yeah, no, no. yeah, it was, re- it was really cool. And the panel shows it, and he's like, one person, eight billion have E. Right, it was so good. <laughs> so he's, yeah, he's basically the only person in the world that has it. <laughs> um, also, that first kind of couple panels reminded me of Han Solo, like they gave. Uh, oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Ice pop, like he's yeah. frozen in carbonite, a little darker and kind of cooler to look at. But uh, the kind of comic starts picking up when I guess kid vampires decide to steal him <laughs> yes the lot i call them the lost boys in this nice good call they sneak to the barn that logan is held at and steal the giant ice cube of him ties ties him to their snowmobile and breaks it i was like what is good <laughs> yeah i don't know why these goodies decided to do this but the the fact that you get the panel of logan breaking through angry just proves how wrong of a decision they made yeah and then it turns out that they're trying to help him anyways yeah uh, nice. it just it doesn't make sense but isn't it? It was cool. I was like, why are they have snowmobiles? And then they explain there's an actual reason for that. And that's because, like, because they're vampires, they can constantly hear Dracula's um, voice in their heads. And so loud metal music and, and loud snowmobile engines drown out. Drown that. it out. That was yeah. cool. That and the shout out to uh, Ontario Thunder Bay, Black River Falls, which they I do. think is the small town that everybody's at. I was like, all right, these are North kids. Sweet. So I hope the, uh, the rock music that they're playing is Rush. <laughs> yeah. that would be, and Nickelback <laughs> and Nickelback that that would make sense for um, Wolverine being so angry when he broke out of the block of ice like I, I don't want your photograph no <laughs> look at this photograph no <laughs> no I don't want to look anyway <laughs> but based on the, the fact that they understand the pattern of the vampires I, like, they go around town to town around like you said, the Thunder Bay area they know where the last town is that they're going to hit so they take wolverine there and 
yeah, sorry for all of the non-Canadian listeners. Thunder Bay is not a remote town, but it's small enough and kind of put off enough from a big city that if shit went down there, it would take a while for, before mm-hmm. kind of the larger population would know. Yeah. So it's cool that you have another Logan of going back home into Canada, but the fact that you, you picked like a smaller town as opposed to going to like Calgary or like Toronto or Montreal where people would notice the vampires like sucking <laughs> up blood and shit, right? Like you, you love every time they, they, they tap into that whole 30 days of night kind of Alaskan, like small towns, like usually get fucked over the most or like the thing, whatever Alaskan town, the thing was taking place in. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that little detail of like, it would only be a small town where these vampires could thrive and kind of really take over. That's, that's it. Well, they they meet them at the the, the last town. Um, Wolverine does with the with the mute with mutants with the the, the the lost boy Dracula. The why can't I fucking talk? The last boy vampires and him right. meet the two two of Dracula's boys. Yeah, and they dice them up. Well, Wolverine spent uh, like they all meet in like this little cabin to like discuss why would you save me and motivation. But like you see Wolverine carving out this giant stake. Which he like puts on the head of one of the snowmobiles and like right. <laughs> drives into town that way. It was pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, so they yeah they meet up with the, with Dracula's henchman and he gets sucked up by the. I thought it, like I was like is that Rainbow Bridge, but it was it was um yeah it looked like Rainbow. Is, is, it's is the Fortnite shit. Yeah. Again, him too. Yeah, him too. Yeah. Why did I write Omega Red here? Dracula Omega Red. He's because there is a there no there's an image of Omega Red in this. Okay. He didn't say it, but. Remember, he's um he's allied with Dracula, right? Yeah, we don't know if he's a vampire, but then we have more questions if you want to talk about continuity or like time. Like, do you think this is happening before what's going on with actual Omega? Yeah, it's just a glimpse of him in this. It's not he's not actually in it himself, but either way. Do you think that's gonna tie in first of all, do you think Omega Red's a vampire or no. to a level vampire? Okay. No. Um, no. I withdraw my further questions. Okay. <laughs> if you said yes, <laughs> I had a list. Uh, no, I don't think he is. I think they just, um, I think he's just cool, allied with them. There's a cool money speech in here about like basically, uh, money doesn't change you for the good or like money can't change you for the good or the worse. It's just like that's who you are. Money just adds to that. Oh, there I, you go. Yeah. I don't remember that in there. Anyway. Anyways, that's Sunrise of X. Not a bad run. So next one we'll our do... last run. Yeah. Great with a lot of things anyway we're, we're setting up this is all prelude to kind of the event of this event which is great yeah the tennis story. so we're actually going to make a an episode of it so it won't just be a, a side docs thing it'll be like a a main thing and yeah. fingers crossed if we actually do the villains count there are a lot of villains we may cheat and just ask google so if they're wrong you blame google <laughs> because there's a lot of fucking villains so much and uh juggernaut somewhere around here as well too at some point yeah yeah, well, there actually this can be a juggernaut uh, miniseries coming out, five issues. Is he an anti-hero? Or I don't know. We're gonna find out. He's a villain. Is he a vampire? Okay, this is my last question: Deadpool villain or not villain? Deadpool's not a villain. All right. What Deadpool's else? just a, he just is. That tiny shark. <laughs> What's his name? Frank. Jeff. 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 Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Yes. Later.